J360 Legion, and welcome back to the Cyclone for episode 18. Me and the boys got a lot of ground to cover today. The Celtics and Cavs trade. Which team won out? Or is it a total debacle? Or in the end, did everybody lose this time? Dev also has a theory regarding first round draft picks. And also, a certain rising star has made us change our perceptions on quarterbacks in the preseason here. And you'll be surprised to know who that is. We're going to be looking into redeeming a quarterback today. We're trying to redefine what exactly a bust is. So you're in for a pretty interesting episode. Without any further delays, Alan, Dev, take it away. I'm just saying a statistic with quarterbacks, right? Getting picked high in the draft is more of a curse than a blessing. Like, if you're top 10 quarterback in the draft, like if you get picked in the top 10 as a quarterback in the draft in the first round, it's it doesn't help you. It's not a big honor. And then going to a big school and getting drafted high is even worse. Oh, you mean every USC quarterback except for Carson Palmer? Pretty much. And even him. Like Matt Liner, flamed out. John David Booty, didn't even phone. Um, Carson pa- David Booty was a six-round pick. Yeah. yeah. But he went to a big school. Big schools, see, the problem is with the narrative of college quarterbacks is if you go to the big school, you're going to get drafted high. It's not the narrative. Andrew Luck went to Stanford. Who else came out of Stanford? Is Stanford a powerhouse? No. Really? Stanford's not a powerhouse? <laughs> Wait, made that program for the only three other years and went to San Francisco. The only other big quarterback from a quarterback like Stanford, um, Stanford or Harvard was, I think, Ryan Fitzpatrick, wasn't it? Yeah, he went to Harvard. Ryan Fitzpatrick went to Harvard. Peyton Manning he- went to Peyton Manning came out of Tennessee when the program was decent, but nobody really comes out of Tennessee. I still um, stand by this. Cam, Cam Newton. Yeah, Cam Newton went to Auburn. Like, who else came out of there besides him as a quarterback? We're talking quarterbacks here. Eli Manning went to Old Miss. Uh, Phillip Rivers went to NC State. Okay, how many quarterbacks have come out of Alabama ever since Nick Saban took over? Like, franchise quarterbacks. I'll wait. I know this is a reach, but didn't Jamarcus Russell come out of Alabama? He came out of LSU. Oh, who the hell came out of Alabama? LSU is a powerhouse, and... Demarcus Russell fizzled out the league. Well, no, the problem with Russell was he should have stayed in the league for another year or two, and better yet, after that, he should have been on the bench. Brady Quinn came from Notre Dame and was terrible. Most Notre Dame quarterbacks suck. Like I said, big school. Look at Colt McCoy. Big school did make it. Vince Young was playing against his coach. I think he was an outlier. Vince Young had the talent to make it. He pretty much was RD3 okay. before RD3. No, I followed Vince Young's career. I didn't even uh, think his college things were impressive. The guy didn't really take snaps under center. That was like his biggest knock. He went it's, offensive rookie of the year. I think you want to give him some type of credit. Like, honestly, like, you can't tell me his career didn't follow RD3's path on the field. Look at it on the field. Uh, RD3 no, got picked top. No, the thing is, RG3 is knee gave out. Vince Young, he was just not smart enough to play quarterback. 
he literally had a Wonder Lake test of six. I've taken a Wonder Lake test. Are we really buying into a test to determine how great a quarterback can be mentally? Vince Young isn't that intelligent. No way. But what does any of that has to do with football? If you're the quarterback of the what NFL. Does that, what does that have to do with football? He probably couldn't understand a playbook. Oh, my God. The playbooks aren't that complex. Well, apparently the Vince Young, they were. Just okay. I, yeah, I watched him play in both Texas and um, he played for Texas, right? Yeah. And he, I saw him play for the Titans. The dude just didn't have it. And Matt Liner did. His arm gate, um, his arm wasn't good enough. So Matt Liner, so you're saying Matt Liner had it and Vince Young didn't? Um, well, it didn't help that. Gee, you draft a quarterback, it's a yes, bro. It's yes or no. Yes, and I will explain before you before you bash me. You have 30 seconds. Look who Matt Leinart's coach was. End of story. Ken Wiesenhunt, who was the worst. He, You know, Leinart was actually really good under Dennis Green. And you realize Matt Leinart falls under my statistic that big school equals failure in the NFL. The problem with Leinart was he could have worked and he worked in the pro offense. His problem is they fired Dennis Green abruptly and they brought in the worst guy who I didn't know. It it still falls under my statistic. Listen. Dude, you you know Reason Hunt's an idiot. You know but you know but you also know that if you get picked high as a quarterback in the first round, your head coach is out of there within three years or less. You know that. You no, know that. How long? History did, shown how that. long? Hold on. Hold on. This is not true. How long was Wiesenhunt in the league even after Lineup was drafted? Five, six years? Listen, you get five at the most if you're lucky. But if you're the number one quarterback, your head coach does not last three, eight, five years if they're lucky. If they're lucky. Look how many different coordinators Alex Smith went through. Wait a minute. Hold, I'm sorry. Wiesner went through. I think Wiesner was the head coach for the Cardinals for eight years. Because remember, he. I did he start in the 06 season? But no, no, he the 07. He, he. Okay, he he was not there. Liner's rookie season and was there the next year. No. So the original yes. guy that drafted Matt Liner was gone in a year. And it was replaced by an idiot, which still stands to my statistic that your coach doesn't last three years. And they got the wrong guy in there. And he loses his job to Carson, I mean, uh, Kurt Warner, and the rest is history. Which no, then he lost it again. He lost it again to Derek Anderson. Yeah, but like I said, which stands that big school doesn't help you out. Philip Rivers went to NC State. NC State's not a powerhouse. Matt Ryan came out of Boston College, non-powerhouse. Cam Newton came from Auburn, non-powerhouse. Okay, what about Russell Wilson? Wisconsin is in a powerhouse. The guy was flirting playing baseball and got picked in the third round. Wait, Wisconsin is in a powerhouse? Wisconsin? 
they get to a bowl game, they're not even in the top four most te- most times in college. But I will agree good. with you something. What a power else like Ohio State has never produced one decent quarterback. Exactly. USC don't doesn't produce really good quarterbacks. Ohio State doesn't do it. UCL. So do we add Mark Sanchez to that list of failures? I mean, he was a USC quarterback, though he did have some sort of skill until he came to Philadelphia. Or was it the butt frumble? Okay, okay. in my opinion, Sanchez was set up to fail. Yeah, he played, what, nine, ten games his junior year and was the starter and then went straight to the league? Yeah, and not only that... Remember, he did technically lead the Jets in two AFC Championship games. Yeah, with a de- with a with a really good defense that yes. pretty much saved his neck every time. I stand by this. I just think everything got weird when Mark Burnell got cut because Burnell was mentoring Sanchez, and the second he was gone, Sanchez was completely lost because he wasn't ready. He can't read defenses. Like, all right, so if you look at the – so if you remember when Cam Newton originally got drafted, Cam Newton has a God-given ability to throw the football, right? He's not really good at reading coverages and understanding what defense is on the field at that time and making the audibles, right? They simplified the playbook really simple to where it was one read, right? Mark Sanchez didn't possess that ability either, and he had a mentor. You got rid of him. He lost his coverage. He pretty much lost his uh, – what is it? His quote unquote tight end to speak, his security blanket, and it all fell apart. You know, I stand by this. I wonder how good Sanchez could have been if um, he stayed if, here. Yeah, stayed. Yeah, and stayed in Philadelphia with um, Doug Peterson as the as the head coach and quarterback guru. Because Peterson is actually very good at what he does. I mean, his mechanics weren't terrible. He just wasn't there mentally. I know. That's why you need a quarterback like that. Or even with the Packers. Who's their offensive coordinator now? Is it Edgar Bennett? I don't think so. I'm not 100% sure. It's either Edgar Bennett or Alex Van Pelt. But I'm not saying the theory that I heard. It's not my own original theory, but it still stands true. If you want a good quarterback or a franchise-changing quarterback, these are the things you should look for. Somewhere in the third round, a non-powerhouse school, you know, kind of developed into like something good and you want to get them somewhere second well third fourth round and you bring them in if if that's the case or late or late first round and if you get them late first round you develop them you don't start them right away unless you have a team ready in place well after everything i saw that jared goff you're not too far off my god did you see his rookie game he's overwhelmed the dude couldn't even make a six-yard pass yeah joe flacco came out of delaware what players come out since well, I heard Jay is still looking to play. I mean, listen, that's besides the point. But like I said, would quarterbacks come out of Delaware? Like I said, generally small Division One schools, non-powerhouses that are, you know, kind of good, but the, they're pretty much led by the quarterback. Brett Favre got passed up a bunch of times. He turned out to be a franchise quarterback. Aaron Rodgers got passed up by almost everybody in the first round besides Green Bay. They picked him late. Aaron Rodgers didn't start for the first, what, five, six years of his career? Four years. Four, yeah, first four years he played by, behind Favre. Matt Ryan went to Boston College. Have you heard of Boston College since Matt Ryan? No. Andrew Luck was playing at a really good Stanford program at the time because Jim Harbaugh brought actual recruits there. And then once he left, the program falls apart. You heard anybody from Stanford since? I'm going to make a case about this. 
I do think your opinion is kind of, I get half of it, but half of it, you gotta remember, when a team like that picks you first, like Aaron Rodgers, you gotta understand, that Packers team, despite everything, that was a pretty good team. But like I said, but, no, no, you're, you're right. It's not a fully proved theory because there are outliers like Peyton Manning who didn't really go through any like real well, his struggles. First year, his first year was besides, shaky, besides, but yeah, it was I mean, his was. first year, yeah, it was what it was. You're gonna have problems. I'd rather have have a, have a rookie have a bad first year than a really great career because then that first year is like it's a blur. Nobody remembers it. I just um, don't get it. Like, I don't care if you dropped a quarterback number one. You shouldn't start him right away. Here's my thing. Depending on the state of my franchise, I don't want to take a quarterback number one. Like no, Cam but you don't Cam have Newton, to start him. No, no, Cam Newton's borderline might not make it. The Giants actually had a formidable defense at the time. Well, wasn't it Michael Vick taking number one? Yes. Yeah, Michael Vick was taking number one. They never. Wait, no, no, no. I don't it. think. No, I think Michael Vick was taking number three or something, wasn't he? No, Ladainian Thomason was taking number three. I remember that draft. Hold on, let me look. Well, I'll be damned. You're right. See, because that's my favorite player. I remember that draft. I thought for some reason Tomlinson was picked number one and Vick was picked number four. No. No, Michael Vick was picked first because of San Diego Chargers swap with the Atlanta Falcons. Exactly. Oh, I remember that. Okay. That's the best thing that ever happened to San Diego. It was the best thing that happened to the Falcons the last year. Like, I mean, seriously, what? When was the last time they were relevant until Vic got drafted? What was that? That nineteen ninety seven Super Bowl, and wasn't Chris Chandler the starting quarterback? Yep. Yeah, it, it was pretty much Deion Sanders played for them for what a little bit. He was long gone by the time that happened, wasn't he? Yeah, he was long gone. But I mean, like I said, Deion Deion suited up for Atlanta for a little bit until he started winning championships. Hey, though, before you guys go ahead and dive into football mode, don't you guys have a little bit of a basketball debate to handle? We're going to switch it a whole 180. Explain yourself, Al. What's up with this Kyrie Irving, Isaiah Thomas? No, I want to know your official opinion first before I go. Oh, say no more. All right, here's my official opinion. The Cavs got older and slower, and you you generally want to use that number one pick as trade bait. It's, it's Brooklyn's pick. It's going to be a high pick, regardless. Like Brooklyn has Russell, D'Angelo Russell, as their main player, and their only really good player. They needed they needed the youth, so they gave up Brook Lopez for that. So the pick's going to be high. We know that. Isaiah Thomas has a hip injury. You need that to be able to be fast, quick to make those moves. He's a five nine guard. He can't defend anybody. So his best F- asset is his speed and versatility on offense. Right. If you remember, he got injured in that playoff game against Cleveland. Boston automatically had ball movement and height. Two things they lacked going up against them before, which is the only game they won. So for Cleveland, you didn't necessarily win. And you have Derrick Rose as the backup point guard. But honestly, out of the two of them, Isaiah Thomas and Derrick Rose, Kyrie Irving still a better option. Jay Crowder is an okay defender, too inconsistent offensively. So you didn't really make a whole lot of improvements. And even though you're going to beat Boston, you, you match up terrible against Golden State. It's even worse now. You might even get swept. I can almost guarantee that's a sweep. Because who's Isaiah Thomas guarding on the defensive end? Like, Steph Curry stretches the floor. Like, LeBron 
is going to have all he can handle with KD. And maybe that seven-footer might be good, but we haven't seen anything out of him. So I think Boston gets the edge on this just because they got younger. They got Kyrie locked up for two years. They have Gordon Hayward locked up for four years. Jason Tatum looks like he can develop into something. You get another piece, you can contend in the next three three to four years. And the East is yours if LeBron moves. Okay. There was much more than what you think that just happened with this trade. Do tell. Think about how much cap room the Cavs are saving now for trading Kyrie. Mm -hmm. Look who's about to get bought out from the Chicago Bulls. Dwayne Wade. Do you honestly think a 34-year-old Dwayne Wade is going to be the difference maker no, Against. it's depth. It's depth. And then now think about this. We have enough money now, right? And now we have a more stacked team than what we did last year. There's this player from the Knicks that you question if he's going to waive his no trade clause now because the Cavs look like they're in an all-in win now. Okay, so you're telling me. You're telling me. This, this is your potential lineup. Carmelo Anthony, LeBron James, Isaiah Thomas, Dwayne Wade. That's going to match up against Golden State. And Tristan Thompson, yes. And Tristan Thompson. Yes. And then plus that, you have Derek. Plus, think about this. You don't need, you do not need a freaking Isaiah Thomas to play 40, 40, 50 minutes a game anymore. You can have him play half make him like an offensive person. Derek Rose's miss are going to be cut. So he's going to be he, less the likely guy to can be injured. barely play 60 games. Yeah, because the Knicks played him like 40 minutes a night. We don't need him for that. They didn't play him that heavy. They played him 30 minutes. Well, yeah, because they had like the greatest other point guard but, of all time in Brandon but, Jennings. But, he, but he's inefficient. Derek Rose, he averaged 18, but it's an inefficient 18. He you still have, relies on his athleticism. He still relies on his athleticism to get to the basket, which he doesn't have it all. He doesn't have it like he used to. And Let's, his jump shot's too inconsistent. But also think about this. Do you think Derek Rose really cared halfway through that season about playing for the next? Nobody did. Melo didn't even care. And he was getting paid and, the most at the time. And Rose was playing, for the most part, in the first half, very efficient. Then he just stopped caring. Hell, he even left the team. Um, he didn't show up for one game. But now think about this. You're going to have a guy who's a competitive animal like LeBron. Are you not trying to tell me he's not going to whip Derrick Rose into shape? Nope. I guarantee he will. He don't. He doesn't look at LeBron's track record with playing with lesser point guards. Derrick Rose is not a lesser point guard. Yes, he is. He was an MVP. Past tense. Was. I'm talking about... Listen, you talking about what Derrick Rose used to be is like talking about what Tiger Woods used to be. Tiger Woods used to be an amazing golfer. Tiger Woods used to win Masters. Tiger Woods Let's used see. to compete. Derrick Rose used to be an MVP. Derrick Plus, Rose used Isaiah to be the Thomas. face of the franchise. 
plus the Isaiah Thomas trade, right? If it, if the hip Isaiah injury Thomas will, is twenty nine, looking for a max this. contract hip, coming off a hip injury in the playoffs. But, but if his hip injury is that bad, there was no way the NBA would be allowed to trade him. He passed the physical, right? Does it yes. mean he still has that same burst to speed? You can pass why the physical you, and still not be. Why do you used think we have Derrick Rose for a few weeks and while we evaluate him? This is actually smart, and then we're on bi- um, biting time until Dwayne Wade gets bought by the Bulls, joins the Cavs, because now we have okay. the money to sign him. There's a lot okay. of game changers. Those, the, those those three players, if healthy, still get beat by the Warriors. I don't think they will. Yes, they will. No, I who's Isaiah Thomas guarding? Steph Curry. But Clay now Thompson? think about no, but think about this. Who, who no? Answer the question. Depth. Who's we Isaiah Thomas last year? Who, who did we have? Who did we have for depth last year? Who is he guarding? Who is Isaiah Thomas guarding? Isaiah Thomas would probably go, um, be going after Stephen Curry. Really, a six-three guard that can shoot from thirty. He's guarding that. Okay. What is LeBron going to guard him? I thought LeBron had to focus on Clay. Wait, no, we don't need LeBron to block Clay Thompson anymore. He would go on Durant, which is going to drop thirty in the finals again. He's not going to drop 30 against LeBron. Yes, he did it last year. We're stopping him from doing it again. I'm going to make a ridiculous bet that I get, I like, seriously, if this happens and we get Wade, and Wade could take on Curry. Wade is actually a really good defensive presence. Yeah, in spurts. He's not <clears throat> guarding him. He's guarding him for small spurts at a time. Oh, yeah, to and do. Wade is not as quick as he used to be. Not only that, Steph Curry is easily is easy to get in the mind of. If you just knock him off his shot, he doesn't recover for the rest of the game. He's actually when healthy, he's pretty dangerous. He can get to the rim. You he wasn't injured during the two, NBA Finals last year, he, and he averaged like twenty-seven points a game. Yeah, and you don't think, and that was Kyrie who doesn't like playing defense. Kyrie didn't play defense. Yeah, he just refuses to. So what What in the right mind thinks that the Celtics could potentially beat the... No, I never I, said that. I never said that. I don't even think the Celtics will make it past the Warriors. They won't even make it past the Cavs. I never said the Boston had a shot at the finals. Never, I didn't say that. What I said is they got younger, they look better, there's potential in the next three to four years to compete in the East because LeBron looks like he's leaving. But we, we did actually bring in a lot of few pieces. And who knows? Maybe we can somehow get Carmelo. You don't know. Maybe we're going to use that Nets pick as an offer. You don't if know. He decides, if he decides to waive his no-trade clause, right? If he decides to waive that. And think about that. I'm Do you, telling and then you now think about that, that. If you have a super team like that. That, that team is legit. Built for championship or bust. It's slower. It's older. It's not meant to last. But the no, last my time people, is, the last time that, my the last time is, that happened was the Lakers, and they lost to the Detroit Pistons. Do you remember that? A younger, better defensive team. That I was so mad. I was so mad about that because I really wanted Carmelo to get a ring that year. Yeah, I did too. But I listen. I do like those 05 Detroit Pistons, but look at that. You're assembling older older players. I mean, they've played together, and you know. Well, Isaiah Thomas is just getting to the um really into his prime now. 
he's 29. I understand 29. that, but he had the best year of his career this year, last year. Cleveland's not maxing that guy out. That is a rental. Boston didn't want to pay him that money. Boston want to pay him that money because you had Ky- you could have Kyrie Irving. This team wants to get younger and more dominant for the future. No, because they know he's about to be 29. If you max him out for the next five years, you're paying him into his 30s. He can't really defend anybody. And that style of play that he's playing is only going to last for so long. And, to, and it's just going to eat up cap room. Well, so we'll, they see got, what, we'll see what I'm happens. Telling, I'm telling you, that is a rental. That's a rental... That but for this year, and they're getting beaten for. No, I actually think that's a think, terrible matchup. That's a terrible matchup. Who's guarding KD? It's going to be LeBron. Who's guarding Draymond? That is going to be. Um, shoot, I know is the other guy that we got in the Celtics trade. He's not fast enough to guard Draymond. Try again. Tristan Thompson. Draymond. Okay, Tristan Thompson. Who's going to card Clay Thompson? J.R. Smith. Does J.R. Smith even play defense? And J.R. Smith is one of the most streakiest scorers. He shows up every, once a game. He's doing to keep the other guy in edge and we can put in Isaiah Thomas or something. Oh or goodness. Derek Rose. You're, you're, just, you're just not going to let this go. All right. You know or, what? We, or, have... or we can get Derek Rose on there. It'll be fine, dude. Trust Derrick me. Derek Rose isn't. When was Derrick Rose ever a formidable defender in his career? Please. Actually, he's not a bad defender. He knows how to steal the ball. He, he, who's, when was he a formidable defender? Known to play solid defense when he counted the most. When? Please tell I mean, me when. Hey, you know what would be stunning, though? You're on a solid defender. You're avoiding he, the question. Derrick Rose was pretty, he made a lot of steals for the Bulls uh, during his younger When? Life. Younger days. Pre, post- not dude, post do you think, do you think he gave up? Dude, he hates Chicago the last few years of his career because they sh- crapped all over him because he took two years off because of the injury. And no, no, I don't blame him. Chicago rushed him back, which messed up his career. That's what happened. Derrick Rose got injured in the playoff, came back playing opening night, and then ended up paying 60-something games and had to shut it down for the season. Because they rushed him back early, that messed up his career. The guy tore his ACL. Most guys, if like look at Teddy Bridgewater. He got hurt in the preseason or in training camp. And Wait a minute, I'm such yet. an idiot. Who who could block, um, block Draymond Green? I'd even make a case for Kevin Love. Did you see last year's playoffs? Were we watching the same game? Yes. Well, we were watching this thing again. Did you not see the Cavs get beaten five? And what was Kevin Love doing to Draymond Green? I wonder what the thing is. That team. What, I hold saw on. them. What, in the what was, hold on. What, I saw what, it. I saw what this did Kevin game. Love do to Draymond Green in the finals? Destroyed him. Kevin Love destroyed. Love. Yeah, Green destroyed but Kevin Love, and Kevin so, Love doesn't play defense. Something he is was not wrong. a defender. He Something was different. wrong with that team last year. Now, we're making, now we're making an excuse. Now we're making excuses. Oh I will goodness. I will literally say the stupidest stuff in the world on air if the Cavs do not beat the Warriors in six. They won't win. They did they not make improvements. How are they going to stop Carmelo and LeBron and, um, and Isaiah Thomas all on the same? 
Okay, one, Melo needs to have the ball. He has been ball-dominant his entire career. He's not giving that up. There's well, a reason. You know they could have got, gotten Carmelo earlier, right? If LeBron really wanted Carmelo, he would have been on the team already. And also, yeah. I would ma- I'd make a case that the Rockets might make a run at the Warriors. No. Not even with I, CP3? No. Like I said, two stars is a perfect formula for 2007 in winning in the NBA. What about the What about the Spurs? They have the best coach in the league. Again, one star was great back in 2000. Maybe you can compete. You're not beating the Warriors. I mean, listen. If what if Melo goes to the, the Warriors? What would you think about that? That's a that's a that's an overkill. It's overkill. You're not. I mean, cancel the cancel the league. Just give the crown to the Warriors. It's over. But wait, if not, Melo goes to the Spurs, no, no, you said the Warriors. If he goes to the Warriors, it's over. If Melo goes to the Spurs, I don't think he fits. I don't see him fitting. Well, he remember does. Tony Parker? I don't even think he's going to start this year. Well, here's my thing: Carmelo Anthony doesn't move the ball. He, if you remember, when there's ball movement. Carmelo Anthony's a ball stopper. He definitely dominates the ball. He stops the ball. He scores. He gets his. He does a lot of one-on-one. The Spurs' offense isn't predicated on a lot of one-on-one. But that you know, it's predicated on it's predicated on sets, ball movement, and then you give Kawhi isos here and there, and Kawhi doesn't do a whole, whole lot to get his shot. He makes the smartest and quickest play, and that's it. Kawhi doesn't do a lot of dribbling and crossing over in isolation. He takes his ISO, but he's really efficient with with it. But I want to prove something, too. You do know that Isaiah Thomas had better statistical categories in everything compared to Kyrie? Who who has a finals MVP ring? Or sorry, who has a championship ring? Isaiah or Kyrie? I'm just saying, and not only that, this player reminds me of this certain player that I'm a huge fan of. Oh, my goodness. You know, he, he was a point guard for the no, Bucks. No, we're not going down here. We're not doing this. LeBron has a legit weapon on his hands. Probably the second and best. And Kyrie next. wasn't, and Kyrie wasn't. Kyrie choked. Choked where? In the NBA Finals last year. He missed everything. He did not choke. If anything, J.R. Smith choked. That's why we have Derrick Rose. He could play yeah. guard. Yeah, Derrick Rose. A brittle old man that's a former shell of himself. Is I will bet to... you 50. I will bet you. Well, not 50. I will bet you $15 that the Cavs will win this in six. $15. Cavs win in six. I don't want to take your money. I really don't. But this is almost too. This is almost too good to pass up, dude. I'm telling you, like, who is gonna? Oh, stop? I accept Isaiah my money Thomas cash is app. good. Did you see him versus the Warriors? He was a beast. Isaiah Thomas. Yes, freaking animal, dude. He literally last. Listen, you're only good as your last time out, right? Last seen on the court limping from a hip injury. Unless that man, listen, if I'm a NBA GM, I'm not touching that man with a 10-foot pole unless he can show me he he's over that hip injury. You know, I actually, I actually do think you're right. 
Oh my gosh, remember when Gilbert Arenas got injured? He was never the same. Exactly. So you got to... But oh, wait a minute. He was, because he went back to the playoffs the next year. Oh my goodness. Can we... All right. Okay. This is going to be the easiest $15 I ever made. Remember, I accept Cash App, so you might want to download it now. (laughs) All right. And then not only that, um, the other play that we got... Kind of very defense. You know what I was so angry about? I wish we got Rod Smart to play off the bench. I mean, sorry, Marcus uh, Smart to play off the bench. Rod Smart. That's he hate me from the XFL, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> he sucked. Um, no, like, um, yeah, I wish we got Marcus Smart in that trade. Because then you have this defensive presence. Oh, my goodness. He can't shoot. He cannot shoot. Did we look at his? Did you know we look what? at his shoot? I did look at his statistics, but remember this. There was another player that people thought couldn't shoot. His name was Deshaun Stevenson, and he kept LeBron in line as the Mavericks won the title. Remember that? Oh, my God. Oh, my. This team is going to be fine. Like, what part of this doesn't people understand? The part where they lose to the Warriors in four. It's not going to happen, although they did. But Oh, my goodness. But the thing okay. that, that is crazy, though, when you think about it, the Warriors did actually get better. Didn't they get... Um, yes. They got Nick Young, didn't they? Yep. And that's okay. a, that okay. is a fantastic so, three-point shooter. Okay. Look, look at it like this, right? I'd like to retract my $15 bet. I forgot that you guys signed Nick Young. <laughs> Thank you. Like I said, it would have been the easiest fifteen dollars ever made by Hold far. Hold on, let's see. If Mello or D Wade come on the team, Wade is not a difference maker. I am a huge Wade fan, but Wade is not a difference maker to beat the Warriors. The name of the game is to beat the champs. Unless you make significant improvements to beat them or overthrow them in any way, you didn't get better. You traded Kyrie for a older player coming off an injury, right? Who can't defend anyone, and it was only good statistically because he it was him and a bunch of B plus players, and he has the opposite effect of James Harden of making players better. He just makes himself better. Everybody else kind of has to just get theirs accordingly. All right, fair enough. But let's just see how this team meshes together before we actually throw our picks. Like we'll do another pick, I think, in five games and see how they mesh. How about nope. that? Listen, I'm gonna start calling myself preseason when I know most deals are done because there's still moves to be made. I'm 90% sure the Cavs aren't done dealing. LeBron doesn't want to play with that pick unless Dan Gilbert knows LeBron's leaving and wants to hold on to the pick to be able to rebuild his team. We'll cover more about the NBA next week, but we have to get down to the NFL right now so the browns gave up on brock osweiler already yep he is back on the trade market they're going all of deshaun kaiser i think it's a mistake oh man poor kid i thought he had more time i really did i don't know why i think they tried to showcase osweiler and he wasn't very good they're making kaiser start tomorrow no there's nobody who's gonna take that 16 million dollar contract nobody was trying to take it in the first place and it's a really big contract like the guy got paid the yeah. Texans, like, effed up, like, big time. There was every way to Texans you did it. Well, the Browns did this more specifically based on the aspect of if he is actually a franchise quarterback, hey, whatever. It's still not the most expensive. But at the same time, they got that 
16 million off the books because remember there's a salary cap limitation that they have plus they got that second round pick it is what it is i really can't even see them releasing them because why would you if you release them that's a waste of 16 mil right there that goes against your salary cap yeah so it is what it is what was your story okay so i want to say i was too premature of mitch mitch is not as bad as i thought he was even though he's pretty much been the check down king so far, like everything's been checked down, checked down, checked down, checked down. Screen pass, checked down. Anything downfield has kind of been eh. But he hasn't looked terrible. I will say that. He's not as bad as I thought he was going to be. I feel like he shouldn't start week one. He's not ready for that. He literally just makes the right play, which is checked in every time. And he doesn't move the ball up the field that well. And teams are going to catch on quick. By week two, he's going to get found out like really fast. And he doesn't move well outside the pocket. He has too many deficiencies to be the guy as of yet. He needs about two to three years to develop to honestly work on it. I'm going to say I was being too harsh on him by calling him an automatic bust. He wasn't worth trading up for, but he's not as bad as I thought he was going to be. He's okay. I agree with you completely, actually. I actually rewatched a lot of his highlights and every throw he made. He's not terrible. Like, yeah. you're absolutely right. He's not a terrible quarterback, and you're right. But he did take a couple deep shots in the end zone, which was nice. They were inaccurate, though. You got to yeah. say that. They were yeah, definitely they were inaccurate. inaccurate. He's not ready to start. There's a flying line between he took a shot downfield, the receiver didn't get it, or you just didn't pull the ball where it was supposed to be at the time. Now, I'm not saying he can't make the throw. It's just he's not accurate with the throw, so and it's going to take some time. Well, we're going to have to see how he plays Sunday because I think he's taking this, the majority the third of the preseason or the fourth? This is the third. This is like the big game. Okay, okay this um, is. All right, so we'll play close attention. Who the heck um, is the uh, Bears offensive coordinator anyways? Hell if I know. But like I said, I would have to apologize. I was too harsh on the guy coming out. Because coming out of college, he looked kind of iffy. He didn't really win at that position, and he got picked high. And I'm oh. like, that screams bust to me. That screams, oh, oh my goodness, he's not going to make Because oh, if he Lord. had did, what? Oh, Lord. Guess who the Bears' offensive coordinator? Just tell me. I'm, I'm not going to get this. His name is Sowell Loggins, and his, his reputation was he was the offensive quality control coordinator for the Tennessee Titans in 2008, Vince Young's years. Oh, Tennessee man. Titans. Tennessee Titans 2010 to 2012 as a quarterback's coach. Tennessee Titans 2012 to 2013 as the offensive coordinator. The Cleveland Browns quarterback coach in 2014. That was a bad year. The quarterback's coach for the Chicago Bears in 2015. And the offensive coordinator for the Bears, 2016, you know, after Cutler had, like, an amazing bad year, and so did everybody else. Pretty much safe to say this offense isn't going to do anything. Keep Mitchell on the... I I never said he was going to be, like, a complete and utter bust. Just my thing is, I don't see enough to make me think he's right for the NFL right now. You don't want to do, like, something like a Johnny Manziel and throw him out there. You don't want to throw him into the fire too early. You don't want to throw a guy out there too early that isn't ready but has potential to be solid Actually, i have a solid quarterback for this jimmy clausen if you no, ever talked about no, a player no no dude that guy got killed by that bad kid i i remember this year and i don't know if you remember it was the year matt moore was starting right mm-hmm. and and the offensive line for the panthers that year was so bad that Matt Moore couldn't last one week in the game. 
and the dude literally got murdered. Do you remember Listen, that? Yeah, and and that's when I kind of had some faith in like a Notre Dame quarterback making it, and I was like, maybe Jimmy Clausen could make it in the NFL, but sadly, sadly, it was it was sad. He never Trust had a me. chance to succeed. Okay, this is this is the way I look at the regular season. The regular season is just to get your team in shape, get stuff together for the actual season, which is the playoff. Because nobody cares about the guy that gets beat in the wild card. The only two teams that are talked about are teams that make the Super Bowl, and the teams that are really talk about are the ones that win it all. It's like what happened to Mar- Marty Schottenheimer. Couldn't win in the playoffs, so you know San Diego let him go. But San Diego got worse because. Honestly, they sealed their own fate when they let Drew Brees walk. I can't let him walk because him and LaDainian Tomlinson had something special. They should have gave that more time. By the way, I never understood the hate on Chad Pennington. People was like, oh, he has a noodle arm. Well, he had two shoulder surgeries, and he still managed to lead teams to playoffs. Well, he is playing behind a terrible offensive line in, uh, for the Jets, just saying. Well, no, when he went to the Dolphins, too, he wasn't that bad. He wasn't that bad, but, like... You go through that many rotator cuff surgeries and still if you see you have a rocket for an arm. The guy was going through those surgeries like almost every year. He was a good quarterback though. I liked him. Like a lot of people don't. They some people actually consider him a bust. I'm like, no. Stop. Okay. There there I feel like we use this this word too loosely in the NFL. Like what a bust is. And they're a little too harsh on labeling people busts right away. Like, what we did with Mitch. Like, the guy didn't even play a snap in the NFL with labeling the guy a bust. But I honestly thought the guy was in over his head because he didn't really win that much in college. And he was – anytime you trade up to get the quarterback, it doesn't ever really pan out. You know, just going off of, like, past experience. Like, how many quarterbacks were, you know, the team traded up to get them and they worked out? True. You know, my definition of a bust was, I remember there was like this one player. Well, look him up. And the Packers reached for him. This was like one of the dumbest picks they ever did. Matt Flynn? No. Matt Flynn was like deep. Was he even drafted? Yes. It had to be what like six round. Was it Brian Brom or something? Is the one that you're That's... thinking of? Oh. Brian Brom. Uh, he was like a second round pick in the NFL. Oh, the Packers okay. Here, here, here are my examples of uh, bust. Jamarcus Russell. I was going to say Justin Harrell. Oh, I was Justin say... Harrell. He was he was picked sixteenth uh, in the NFL draft, and I think he played like four games. All right. What about uh? Wait, he won a Super Bowl with the Packers. Go figure. Go figure. Super Bowl. Hold on. No way. There's no way. Like I didn't even think he was on the roster by then. What? He won it. What in 2009 with the Packers? Yeah. That. Yeah. 2010 is when the Super Bowl was. I thought he was long gone by then. Hold on. Let me see Justin (laughs) Harrell's stats. Hey man, the guy got one. He he did what he came to accomplish. He got a championship. I I've got to see what his statistics were. Oh, by all means, go ahead. I'm pretty sure they weren't amazing. So, 
He played in three seasons. At, he was the number 16 pick. He played in three seasons. And the man gets a Super Bowl. Go figure. Listen, he did it in less year than it takes most guys. No, and he played for a grand total of 14 games in those three seasons. And he can still walk, and he has a championship ring. <laughs> Good show, Mike. Good show. And his, uh, his total numbers for tackles was 18. All right. Good job. Playing defense on offense. All right. Man. I, I would hey. do that. I do that. Get paid millions of dollars. Just play fourteen games for three years. Listen, that's beautiful. That's that is a beautiful thing. You can still walk and talk, and you don't have to deal with like concussions after you're done playing. Football is a very violent sport. If you can get out with with a good bill of health, more power to you. And and you still get a Super Bowl. So it's a it's a win all around to me. But my definition of a bust um, would be Jamarcus Russell. Um, may I can't say Sam Bradford because it's Ryan kind of yeah. Ryan Leaf is yeah. Ryan Leaf like guys that flame out like. They were with your team. You had high hopes. You tried, but also those also those guys that go to terrible franchises at the time. Like the franchise doesn't do anything to help them. You know, I know people fire. always say Tim Couch and Derek Yar, um, Der, um, Day, um, is it David Carr? They say yeah. those two are busts, and I'm like bullshit. Well, no, they are bust, but not for the reason that you think. The guys could play. They weren't given any help. That offensive line for the Texans, that was an expansion team. He had no help. It was a terrible offensive line. That wasn't his fault. The guy, what did he came out of, Fresno State? Yeah, it, that doesn't make him a bust. No, no, no. I'm just saying, I was just saying off for of like recollection. Didn't he come out of Fresno State or something? Yeah, but, I mean, same as unfo- Joey Harrington, too. <sighs> Joey Harrington. What could have been? I like Joey what? Harrington. I don't, I don't hate him, but I'm just saying, uh, I'm a little butthurt, so uh, I just got to let that be known. Like, great things could have happened if Joey was just... Well, it didn't help that Matt Millen drafted a uh, really terrible pick after terrible pick. Like, Charles Rogers could have been great if he didn't have the drug habit and the broken collarbone. Yeah, the broken collarbone did not help. Then what, Mike Williams, he had kind of a year of redemption with the Seahawks. Oh, yeah, Pete Carroll got a hold of him. He had a really good year and just, I don't know. I heard he was, like, getting back to overweight again. I don't know who else they picked. I think the only smart pick that Matt Millen ever did was Calvin Johnson. Yep. And then Mm -hmm. Millen was fired. Fired, didn't he get fired? Yep. Yeah, the only only thing he got right, he got fired for. But he drafted too many receivers, let's be honest. He drafted more receivers than offensive line. I don't even know who the other receiver was. I remember Mike Williams, and I remember Charles Rogers. There were two Mike Williams. No, 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 it was Roy Williams. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. There was Roy Williams who came out of Texas, Mike Williams out of USC, and um, Calvin Rogers. Sorry, not Calvin. Out of Michigan. Uh, yeah. I think they are starting to tear down the Pontiac Silverdome. 
What's your thoughts on that? Uh, I don't know. Actually, you know, I don't really have too many thoughts on that. Um, here, here's my thing about stadiums and, and teams rebuilding and replacing stadiums. The NFL chooses to save who they want to save and choose what buildings they want to save. So if, if the team really wanted it and the NFL really wanted it to save it, they would. So, like, that's like... You know, the Rams leaving St. Louis and the Chargers leaving San Diego and Oakland eventually being moved, the Raiders eventually being moved to Las Vegas. The NFL picks and chooses where they want their teams to go, and it's always major markets, better money, blah, blah, blah. And the teams are still terrible. I wouldn't make a case. Like, I wish the Silverdome was still repaired because of all the historical things, but not only that. Is that you, like, that UFFL league, whatever it is, USFL, is that ever going to come back? I doubt it. It's like wishing NFL Europe was going to come back. No, I'm just saying, like, there was the UFL. Like, if they really got together and they arranged deals with, like, these abandoned stadiums, it can't cost that much to rent out. It might, because, you know, um, the Raiders are losing money staying in Oakland, so... I'm pretty sure it costs money, but the NFL isn't looking to expand a deal. Well, it's because nobody like gives a because nobody gave a crap about the Oakland A's, and they still don't. But I mean, that's just me. Like seriously, I I really thought about this for like the better part of three years. Are there real Oakland A's fans? You know that is a very excellent point Alan just made. Because I don't think I've ever met an Oakland Athletic fan myself. But hey, we ran out of time in the show, so I'd like to thank everybody in the J360 Legion for coming and hearing us speak about our sports and everything else. The boys are really holding it down, and we'll be back next week with something new. On behalf of the Cyclone crew, this is Jay signing off.